Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome to everybody to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. Yes, there's yet one more moped. I was gonna be fucking witty, and I was gonna be great, and I was gonna be smart for all of you, but I'm not. Well, I'm smart. I'm the smartest person I know, jokingly. Um, but I figured we needed one more um moped content on youtube so it was suggested by a lot of people through time um jim you should put this stuff up on youtube and i kind of drug my feet and kind of started asking some guests and i'm gonna get back to every guest that i had and still have video for um just you know because people want to know each other on um in the community like it's awesome to hear the interviews and that was a big thing like for especially for moped monday like when i would hear all these cast of characters like i didn't know who the fuck anybody really was until like you know this that or the other thing but like i feel like you get to learn somebody a lot more through like personal cues and as parker said i have the prison cell motif in my basement so like yeah uh, i promise i'm not in jail i think um but it's gonna be jail soon because it's gonna be minnesota it's gonna be fucking winter um, oh, dude, I saw the most beautiful Grand Prix the other day. Like, I saw two. No, I'm talking about the Brazilian Grand Prix. I watched uh, Formula One the other day. It made me so happy. Um, God, I'm fucking, I got jazzed about mopeds again. Like, I got out in the garage. I wrenched a bit. I got, a, I almost burned my garage down. Long fucking story behind that. But uh, I caught everything in time. Um, I'm jazzed about mopeds again. I'm going to make a little, I'm going to hush. I'm going to hush because I'm a, I'm a person. I don't like to talk about stuff until it's done. Like, that's why I didn't talk about my YouTube stuff. Cause like I talk a lot of shit, like, Oh, I'm going to do this. I want to do that. And I hate it when I fail or I don't deliver Like that's a me thing. And like, that's like, I don't know if it's instilled from the parents or whatnot, but like my old man would drive that home. If you're going to say something, Jim, you have to deliver. Cause it's my fucking name you represent. And like, my dad passed when I was 12 and that still haunts me to this day. Like just deliver and then announce. And like, cause I'm a talker, dude. Like I fucking have a podcast. Like I deliver then talk. I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody out there. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but yeah, mopeds and people and listening and paying attention. I have the weird ADD where like, and this is in conversations or this is in real life. Like if you put something right in front of me or if I meet you, I will never remember. But if I hear a name randomly, I will, it'll fucking stick with me. And like, I heard Jack, um, from two smokes podcast he did with Jason, um, a couple weeks ago on moped Monday. And he said a name and I'm like, and he said kind of stuff. I'm like, fuck, I need to know this person because honestly, I know it's a desert, but that central part of the U S like Utah on down is like just this oasis of no mopeds, like our moped people. And then all of a sudden like things, you know, was it a spark turned into a wildfire? It sounds like in Utah right now with um, two smokes and everything that's going on with those guys. And they applied for MA and that's fucking rad. And I hope they get in and like, they are the most, one of the most low key groups you wouldn't expect, but like the passion is there. And I, I'm so excited for those guys because 
the moment I um had an interaction with Jack, like fucking big heart, dude. Like I, Jack, I still fucking have that letter you sent me. A fucking handwritten letter. The guy didn't even know me. Like that fucking that still get, warms the cockles of my heart. That's right. That's a little Jim Cornette for you on everybody. I, I know them break words. But with that, Jack mentioned a name. And I'm like, fuck, I should get to know this person. So I just reached out and I'm sure he was like, who the fuck is this guy? And I just want to let my this week's guest introduce himself. Hey, guys, um, I'm Nick. I live in eastern Idaho, Idaho Falls, to be exact. Um, I started moped petting in the two, 2013, 13, I think. Yeah, right when I finished college. Um, I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Jim, for reaching out to me and, um, and looking to do a show and allowing me to tell my story. I, this is something I've never expected. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, and that's a weird thing about me. Like, I just want, I never understood the thing where people go places to go hang out with their friends. Like, I like, <laughs> we, we travel eight hours to a rally. Let's go hang out with the same fucking people we know in the same state. Like, I, I'm a weird person. I know this people. Don't worry. But like, I, again, that's that family thing that just gotten still like, dude, I love the people who are in my life, but like, if I got opportunity to meet people from outside area that dig the same shit I do, fuck yeah, I want to meet them. So that's why I wanted to have you on. So Nick, and I know you live in Idaho, Eastern Idaho, Western Idaho. It's all the same goddamn place to me. Cause I don't know Idaho, but, <laughs> but you started out in, I know on the East coast, we talked a little bit. So let me ask you, Nick, what is your, very first memory not necessarily getting on but your first memory of a moped and then we'll get in your smile ride and all that stuff but like when's the first time you remember seeing a moped so um i still have it but the first time i saw a moped was one of my buddies in college had bought one off craigslist because he lived by the beach um down at university of rhode island and he thought it would be a lot of fun and he could you know um attract attract the ladies with it he would buzz around <laughs> down there uh, was your was your friend on a lot of drugs i'm just wondering because like no okay no. i just wondering you know was, i gotta gotta ask it wasn't top questions. tanks you know he thought that was cool oh god damn it top tanks okay okay we're over it now you know we're gonna move forward mm-hmm yeah okay so yeah your friend wanted to get chicks on a top tank yeah yeah and that bike um was a tomos uh and and he used it you know through college and then classes ended and then we all kind of moved out it had broke down a couple of times he tried to fix it he took it to a car mechanic because he didn't know anyone else that would be able to work on it um and then as we were moving out, he, he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. It's just broken. And, and I jokingly said, why don't you give it to me? And he said, he's just said straight up. Sure. He said, take it. 
I didn't give him a dime for it. And that was the beginning of my adventure. Nice, nice. Um, that's that's the way any good addiction starts off. Okay, we had a little hiccup there, boys and girls. I had to pause the video. And so if it's a little rough, no worries, because you're getting what you paid for. So, <laughs> Nick, do you want to continue, please? <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So he gave me that bike. I didn't pay him a cent. You know, uh, first taste is free. And then you're hooked. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you get you, you got that smile, smile ride. But how did you fix it? Because you said the bike was broke. So what was it? Was you just out of gas? I mean, like- no, no, actually, um, I didn't get a smile ride till all, almost a year later when I completely rebuilt the engine. It was an A35. Okay. The clutch were shredded. Um I tore the whole thing apart and this kind of like led me to reaching out to the metal ponies. Mm-hmm. Um, they were absolutely wonderful, wonderful and super friendly and welcoming. Um, and, and helped me put it back together. Um, and then my first ride was with them on, on a weekly ride. I think we rode, we rode pretty far way through, Rhode Island. Um, and that was my smile ride. And it was a big smile because I, I put the whole bike together myself and I never Mm -hmm. thought that was something that I could ever do. No. Did you grow up? It doesn't sound like it, but like, was anybody kind of mechanical in your household growing up? Cause like, I noticed it's one or the other, like either kid there's for the vast majority of people getting into mopeds, they really didn't turn much of a wrench. And then there's dorks like me and maybe grandma. See, like we've all been turning wrenches since like knee high to a grasshopper, if you will. No, there was nobody. Um, I played with erector sets as a kid. Mm-hmm. If anybody remembers what those were. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But and... my family was too cheap slash poor. I think more on the cheap side. I had yeah. the rector set from like 1950 something that like mm-hmm. most of the nuts and bolts were missing. So like, I just tried to kind of prop stuff up. Thanks Gail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I had, I had zero. I'd never taken a shop class in my life. I didn't know how an engine worked, um, mm-hmm. how an internal combustion did like how gas did, how anything worked. Um, so at the time it was a brand absolutely brand new thing that I was self-teaching myself, like, um, what, like identifying the parts that are broken, even learning what they were and how the whole thing ran was, Mm -hmm. was something. Uh, Now, were you going to like the people at metal ponies or were you kind of learning about MA at the time or the tutorial videos that had might've been out? I don't know how much they were out at that point. There were a lot of videos out. Um, I don't really have the patience to sit and watch them. So I, mm, I did me and you of, both brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did a lot of reading, a lot more reading than, than watching and um, downloaded and printed all the service manuals I could find um, their Mopin army resources are extensive and, um, and, and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right on. So you start 
you fixed that bike. Um, you, you said you rebuilt the motor. Like what was wrong? Like, do you remember what was all wrong with it? Was it just kind of a case that maybe your buddy didn't put the right oil in and see hard seized it or. No, the, the clutches were oh, the clutches. I'm so, sorry. I'm an asshole. Yeah. Cause I thought it was, yeah. ADD. There I go again. Oh no. The, all the clutches were cracked. Um, I think the second gear clutch was missing any kind of lining on it. So I relined them mm -hmm. with, with some of the cork I got at Napa or something. Mm -hmm. And this was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, had to buy new clutches, clutch, uh, clutch shoes. Cause they were, they were just, they were broken. Like there was yeah. nothing, there was nothing right about them at all. <laughs> um, and I remember one of the hardest things was installing the springs. One of them, um, was, was completely, you know, overstretched and yeah. out of, um, that was really tough. Yeah, especially like first time dealing with anything like that. I can't imagine my guy. Um, so you start doing some of the rides with the metal ponies. You fall in love. Um, how long did it take you to kind of branch out into the outside community? Like, what was your first rally? What was your first rally? Was it like one that they put on or? I don't shoot. I don't remember. It was really fuzzy. Um but I met the ponies. Uh, Liz was extremely friendly. Dan, Dan was extremely friendly. Um, we rebuilt the engine at Dan's shop in in Mass. And and so I don't remember if the metal ponies rally I went to was rally number five, and I kind of helped um, put that together a little bit with them. I was going to their weekly meetings uh, in Providence and, but then there was also a small rally that I think lucky two strokes through a party one weekend. Um, and I just went up for a day trip, but then the big memory I have was when I went to Richmond, Liz and I drove down mm. um, and rode with, everybody down there my yeah. my mind there's so many there were so many clubs but um and what year was this because me was, being such a dork for those guys like i love everybody in, in the rva like i've gotten a yeah. chance to hit there be there a couple times in the last few years it was the painted black rally at the shred shed um okay. i think sean Sean on that, but um, yep, it was the black, black, yeah, painted black. Mm -hmm. And we went to the theme park down there. I don't remember Thunder, I think it begins with Thunder something. Um, but that whole that whole adventure what opened my eyes to what mopeds really were in the community that was around them and like how, how big it, it was and the opportunities to travel and meet new people. And it, um, was just mind blowing. It was mind blowing and amazing. Yeah, dude. Like, especially because how many like weekly? You, you said you. It's all very concise, like very condensed time frame. Like, 
I can't imagine just getting a bike running and then hitting a few things here or there and then going down there like Richmond during like a, a black, black, black rally. Um, I got nothing but love for Jason and Jason, uh, Thompson, his, uh, mm-hmm. wife, uh, Aaron, um, got a shout out to Thomas and Ashley, like love those guys. Um, Frankie and Justin, like Maddie and Chelsea to live. I'm just fucking list names for the sake of list names at this point. Um, but yeah, so you, you do that. You go there. Did you win anything in the raffle? That's a big question. Everybody wants to know. Shoot, I don't remember. That's <laughs> all right. One, the big thing I remember was uh, Jason probably doesn't remember this, but um, he tried to help me get my Tomos running again. I ran for a summer and then we went to the rally and then the throttle would spin the rear wheel. But if the wheel was on, on the kickstand, but if the rear wheel was on the ground, it didn't move. Like there was no power. And I don't know what I thought it was the circlip in the, the gear um, inside the engine. So I replaced that, but that wasn't it. Um, I got a couple of ideas. I still haven't fixed it. Um, but I have got a couple of parts and, but they gave me a loner and the loner, I think was timed incorrectly. So I was going slow the whole, the whole ride. And on the way back from the theme park, we were driving through downtown and I was having trouble keeping up and he put his hand, I'll never forget. He put his hand on my back and he was pushing me. And I, and I just like, I was so happy. Felt I felt so connected to the community, and um, and and Jason did that for me. Yeah, yeah. Jason, and, dude, lo- nothing, nothing but love for that guy. Like, you got your first <laughs> hand to God in Richmond. I did too, but like, yeah, it was. Thomas gave me mine on a Fourth of July when I just re- jetted the wrong fucking way for some reason, and my bike wouldn't run, and like I had a basket, and he's just like, "Fuck it, we're going," and we're we were cooking pretty well. We we're probably going about 20, 25 and me being a dumbass that I am. Dude, um, <laughs> Thomas goes, dude, put your fucking helmet on. Like we're, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> which I still remember this day. Like, um, you went and did that pan black. Um, how long did you kind of hang out in the Rhode Island scene then? Like, it seems like there's kind of a little bit of a gap and like, just kind of want to talk about your like a little bit of your transition out out west and stuff like that and like yeah yeah um i don't quite remember the whole timeline but they uh, rally number five was their last rally and everyone in the club had been kind of moving on with their lives mm-hmm. uh, and so they were talking about retiring and, but they wanted to make sure like I stayed involved in the community. Um, so I got initiated and then, then the ponies retired. Oh um, no. <laughs> so I kind of, you know, got an experience and I got, I'm getting the, uh, members only on the forums, but, um, but since then I moved, I, I'm an environment i was in the environmental field in college and i have a soil science degree awesome. and i knew if you know 
what was important to me was having a job that kept me outside for my, mm -hmm. you know, physical health. Um, and I got an opportunity to move to Arizona for an internship. And so I took that and then, um, and then I got a, a job offered here in, I in, in Idaho as a soil no, scientist. No, you got to pause for a second. I got to ask, did you get to do any moped riding out in Arizona or was it just kind of worked like grindstone and kind of mopeds took a pause? I was, I was living about 20 miles off the border of Mexico in the desert. So I didn't have a great <laughs> opportunity to meet anybody. Yeah, yeah. But I would go to Tucson on weekends and I did try to meet up with a couple of riders in Tucson. I posted on Moped Army and then there was... um. There was a parade, I think St. Patrick's Day parade or something. And a couple of people were riding their bikes in the parade. And so I met up with them for the day, um, just the network, but I didn't get to do any riding in Arizona. Yeah, my guy, no worries. Mm. Um, um, but so you make, you make your way up. What were you going to say? I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh, I just said, I just said, but I, but I tried. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you get an E for effort from me. Um, yeah. So you make your way up to Utah. Um, what was it? Was that just an actual jobby job? Was that like, yeah. Cause you said you got an internship and you went to Arizona. Did mm -hmm. you get like, what, what is your job? What was the job you went up there for? Yeah. It's a, you know, a career as a soil scientist. Mm -hmm. um, and right now my job, you know, I've been in the, that position for almost seven years. Awesome. And um, yeah, it's amazing. I do a lot of field work. I'm in the mountains hiking and I dig a lot of holes <laughs> about four, four months out of the year when the weather's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not in town because I'm out camping Monday through Friday, um, for work. And so, you know, even though I did try to pursue, um, building a moped community here in Idaho, it's, it's been, it's been rough. Cause I'm not, I'm only back on weekends. Yeah. Um, and, um, but you know, I've networked, there are, there's a bunch of people in town. Um, they get super, get really excited when I ride around on my bike and I've mm -hmm. got, um, I've got six bikes now and I've gotten a couple of people to come out and, you know, just jump on a bike with me and we ride around. Nice. Uh, so what was yeah. it like? And not to like make it all about, I don't even know where I was going with that. Um, but what was it like when you heard about a uh, actual moped group or club in Idaho Springs? Like, cause oh. I believe that's where Jack's out of, isn't it? The two uh, so crew. I'm in Idaho falls. Okay. Um, and then he's outside of Boise. In oh, I'm Cal sorry. Yeah. In the Caldwell area. And it's, mm -hmm. it's actually, Idaho is so big. It's a, almost a five hour drive to get to him yeah on the other that's a hall. The state. Yeah, yeah um but yeah i was super excited because i had been looking for riders in idaho for years mm -hmm. and i thought that i drove out when i first moved there i drove five hours to boise and back in a, in a day it was like a almost an 11 hour day um to pick up my my first moped out west um and so I was really excited to, mm -hmm. to know that there. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty uh, rad to see what they are able to foster for the community out there. 
Um, what was it like getting to experience that? I almost made that ride this year, but it was just like too many things didn't lie lined up against it. So like, I'm a little bummed out. I didn't get to get out the, that ride that, um, this could be us ride. Um, yeah. what was that like just having that experience out there? Like, cause I think that's so fucking rad. That was so, it was so cool. Um, he put up his house, uh, for us to crash. And I think uh, some people slept in, in tents in the, in the yard. Um, we, man, to be so, to have a rally so close, cause I knew like the big rallies were all the way on the coast in California or Portland mm-hmm. or, and, or all the way to back to the East coast. Um, you know, if you, or even just Nebraska was, um, is a far, far drive, but, um, yeah. Cause like what's, no, what's Denver to you? Like that's eight hours. At least I think it's an eight to nine. Yeah. 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 And that's in Denver. Like I'm thinking Nebraska or, and again, I'm going geography. Everybody knows I suck at it, but I never get mm-hmm. lost, but I think it'd be like a 14, 15 hour ride just to fucking Nebraska. I mean, yeah, that's a funny story. Actually I was in, so the national soil survey center is in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I went, we flew out for like a three week, a three week training and I Uh had my weekends were free. So, um, I hit up a a couple of people. There's, I think another guy named Jim. Um, and I was friends with him on Instagram and I said, Hey, is anyone riding mopeds this weekend? And he goes, are you kidding me? It's, um, it's rally weekend in Omaha. Oh, wow. at Ed's moped shop. What um shoot, I forget the name of it. What the rally that they host there. It, they usually do movie theater, movie themed ones, like they did um they did like a Goonies one. I went to a, the one with the like the Jurassic Park one, Rally of the Corn. Um it's, yeah, yeah. Rally of the Corn. I think the one I went to was the Goonies themed. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um there were a couple of my employees I was in the training with and they were going to Omaha to go golfing. And I said, Hey, can I, can you give me a ride? And so, um, I got a ride up and I was able to pick up a loaner and I rode with them for a day. And that was, that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. But Ed, Ed did. And the whole dead possums crew, like I can say my experience with their rally is fucking awesome. Like it's a rider's rally. Cause they'll take you out in the middle of fucking nowhere and you're riding and riding and riding, yeah. but dude, I love it. Yeah. They do such a great job with that. And it'll be, I hear scuttlebutt and I think it's pretty much out there. Like there's a possibility of the jolly wrenchers getting the torch passed to them for the next one. And that'll be awesome because Josh is such a fucking nice guy. So yeah, the whole crew out in Nebraska are, yeah, they do such a bang up job when it comes to rallies. Yeah, it was it was such a good it was such a good time. And it lined up perfectly with me being there. And um yeah. And since that, you know, I've tried to get to a, at least one rally a year. Um it, and and that's been tough for me because of my work and mm-hmm. uh, and just the location where I live. But um I've have been making it work and it's been like really good 
Nice. Um, how far are you from like Portland or Seattle? Like, I'm just thinking like the, no- for some reason, I just feel like you're closer probably to Seattle or any of or Portland. Um, when I moved here, I, you know, I grew up in Rhode Island and the, the connectivity you could get on, I could get on a train and be in Boston in 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, or I could take the Amtrak to New York if I wanted. Um, but when I moved here, I thought, you know, there's gotta be a commuter rail that goes you know, <laughs> to the state capital. There's gotta be, there's gotta be a flight to Portland and Seattle. They're so close. And, and there wasn't, it was like heavy, heavy car culture. If you wanted to leave, you had to have a car. And, yeah. um, so I was super bummed. I was like, I'm never going to make it to Portland or Seattle. Um, but when they had the choose your own adventure or create your own adventure yeah. rally, they had to change the name. Uh, <laughs> I made sure to go to that and it was about a 14 hour drive one way yep. to get to Portland. That, that that can be a haul. And especially like being an East coaster, like my ex-wife, uh, she grew up in Queens, like Jamaica, Queens. So like when mm-hmm. she moved out here, she never had a license. Like she was 26, 27. She's like, I taught her how to drive, which was fucking interesting. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a trip. Like the first time she ever drove and imagine this, like she got her permit the next day of freaking snowed and she wanted to drive to work and I was working second shift. So a, I'm sleep deprived. She's this tiny, like five foot two, like little girl, like just can barely see over the steering wheel. That was a, that was a trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I still have friends in New York City who don't have cars. Yeah, and I tell yeah. people, and like, and I get that, and like, I've been around enough to understand that. But like, I tell some of the guys at work, like, how they they are. It got brought up today. Like, how could people not have a license? I'm like, my ex wife didn't have a license. I'm like, in New York, dude, it's a hindrance to have a vehicle for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go down to the garage. You got to get out of the garage. Then you're in traffic, and then yeah, yeah. But I'll say this: anytime I've been in New York, it's been a couple times I've driven there. I've gotten dumb lucky where I've had no fucking issues. I, I had more issues negotiating the train system than I did actually <laughs> driving around. I don't know how or why, but you know, whatever, dude. That shit, that's so much fun though, getting on public transit and like being so lost, it, but figuring it out. And that, yeah. that's an adventure. I love, I love public transit, but uh, oh, there's not. Dude, the D train fucked me up when I was there because the first time I went to New York, it was during like Sandy reconstruction. Like they're mm-hmm. fixing shit after Sandy. And for so, like, I, I was fucking lost in the subway system. And I'm like, it was like 1 32 in the morning. And I was supposed to meet my ex-wife and her friends somewhere. And I'm fucking lost. I'm like, fuck it. I just lit up a cigarette in the train station. I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit at this point. And then some nice person helped me figure negotiate the train system after that. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, But you made out to Seattle. And like, what has mopeding been like for you during, especially, I mean, I get it. You got your job. You got to concentrate on that. But especially during like, the last 18 months, two years with Corona. 
Um, you know, and hasn't really done anything to it. Um, hasn't slowed down. Idaho has been a really funny state where um, nobody believes in it. And yeah, so well, like things are still happening. I pretty much just ride around by myself. I hit up mm-hmm. my friends once in a while when I get on. Uh, but there's only very few of us. And, we, we, you know, um, we were going out to the to the bars, I think. But, you know, the state shut down and made everybody close. Um, but I would still get on and ride around. Yeah. Away, the big things here that stop me from riding are the weather. Um, it tends to get cold fast, and then there's a lot of wind here. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Idaho Falls is right in the edge of the Snake River Plain, and that's where they grow all the potatoes, by the way. Okay, uh, and the wind kind of from the coast just blows right through it because it's flat, yeah. Um, you talk, I, I, now I gotta ask like, so what's your stable? Like you said, you had five or six bikes right now. What are they? Yeah, I've got, um, yeah. So when I moved out to Idaho, uh, and the ponies retired, I started to call myself the wild west pony. Okay. I thought appropriate. Cause I moved <laughs> out to the, and, um, and so I started our group and we, I call them, you know, there's like six of us and I call us the wild west ponies unofficially, but, um, uh, so I've got, yeah, I call it the stable and, um, I've got a couple of maxis, a, a Peugeot 103, uh, that needs a refill rebuild. Um, I bought it from a guy in Wyoming, for a hundred bucks he he wouldn't budge he was like uh i try to get 50 give him 54 <laughs> um and uh i have a moby a 50v nice yeah that's been my daily rider um because it's it's a lot of fun it's it's a blue one and that uh, dude that's so funny because i um I'm in the middle of purchasing a blue one for the owner of my company I work for because he had one as a kid in France and he, he's like, he, that was a part of my interview. Like he, he asked me, what are your hobbies? I told him vintage mopeds. He's like, yeah. Oh, if you ever come across a blue Moby and I have come across a blue Moby and I, I just ask, I'm like, Todd, do you still want that bike? He goes, yeah. Like this guy yeah. who makes we'll say he does very well for himself lit up like a 12 year old he's like yes yes i do i'm like dude okay we'll get we'll get it all squared away dude mopeds they make people happy yeah (laughs) dude like they frustrate the living fuck out of you where you just want to light everything you own on fire and walk away but like the joy it's i was telling this at uh, i go to a coffee shop just like it's i i'm a weird person where like I want to be around people, but I want to be left the fuck alone. It's I know I'm weird, 
No, dude, I go to the bar and I sit at the bar by myself just to so I can be surrounded by people. But I don't yes. want them to. Yes. hundred. Yeah. You and I, birds of the same feather, I think, then. Yeah. But, like, somebody asked me the um the other day, like, so did you buy any bikes this week? And I jokingly said, four. And they're like, really? I go, no. And then they asked me again, walking in this week. So did you buy any bikes this week, Jim? I go, actually, I think I did fucking buy four bikes this week. So, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. It's, you know, but we'll see how that all pans out. Um, But, yeah, back to you and your stable. Yeah, it's taken me a long time to to get any because um, I'm on I'm online every week and it used to be Craigslist, but now Facebook Marketplace um, is a good is the place to check and then there's a don't give up on that craigslist deal because dude i'm telling you i still check it but i'm not i don't care anymore about collecting anything because i've got too many bikes and i've got i'm up like six seven it's whatever but um i know somebody pulled a ups magnum off a freaking craigslist off craigslist last year still yeah wow yeah so don't give up on don't sleep on that yet yeah um but there just there just aren't any bikes here and you know there's a good reason for that there's not like the population is really low Mm -hmm. um everyone out here is into the off-roading so they've got their dirt bikes or their atvs instead um Mm -hmm. you know bigger bigger toys to play with in the mountains um so when i do come across a moped i try to you know rescue it i guess Right now they're just sitting in my garage, so <laughs> not entirely rescued. Yeah, well, they're being preserved is the correct yeah. word at this point. Yeah, I've got a stockpile of parts I bought for them. I just need to sit and work on them. Yeah, that's the real trick, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, a couple of uh, the one the one I'm trying to to get running. Um, is a free spirit a free spirit i bought in boise and the the man who sold it to me gave it to me for 75 bucks um it was a deluxe and with with the mag wheels yeah dude Uh, but his sons had like stripped it of a lot of weird parts to put on their dirt bikes uh it didn't, you know, it had an engine and had wheels and the frame was in really good shape, um, but it didn't have a seat and it didn't have a gas tank. Um, so I had been slowly like accruing all the parts I needed. And then I took it and it got it um, powder coated white. Nice. Really, uh, really, really cheap. And the guy, the guy did a great job. Um, and so now I've kind of put it all together. Uh, I just need to get it tuned. It has, um, I think, a 70cc K-Star on it. And I've got a my my carburetor, one of the float bowl uh, screws is stripped. So it just leaks gas. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. float. Yeah, so I have a new carburetor. But um, uh, that's, the, that's the bike I've been working on. Right on, right on. Like, when you go out and ride, like, how, I mean say you got a Saturday yourself or you're with group, like how much do you ride when you get to ride? I mean, I know that's all depends on the day. Like, 
I mean, what's a long ride for you? I know some people like will brag about, oh, I rode 25 miles today or like, but then you talk to some people like it's not a real ride until we get into 80 or 90 miles. No, no, there's not a lot of places to go. Um, We held a small networking get together and that's when, that's when Jack from Caldwell came out to, uh, to our side of the state. And then Mm -hmm. there's another Jack in Billings, Montana, um, who's with the goat heads and uh, Jack Patterson. And he came down and we all met up that weekend and we rode, but um, it's, you know, if we, if I get 20 or 30 miles in, that's a big ride. And that's probably zigzagging around town. It's not even like uh, anything straight in and out or to a destination or anything so yeah and especially like just in that and every terrain is different and um i gotta get out there right dude like i I love different parts of the country it's like i had such a fun time out at uh goatheads rally like that was just just different part of the world dude i'd never seen yeah i would man santa fe's you went to santa fe for that for that yep yep um new mexico is amazing and i've been to santa fe once um but i need and i need to get down there again i should i should make a make a point to do that yeah yeah sophia and like the goatheads did such a great job she yeah yeah. i met i met her and chris at the national rally and um, chris is such a fucking nice guy dude they're so they're so amazing they're like i think the we because we were all staying at Kyle's house, mm-hmm. um, and so we really I felt like I really connected with them. Yeah, Grom Kyle. Yes, God, yeah. I love that. Love that cat too. Like he just Dude, yeah, he is such a beautiful human. And he came out to um, the Caldwell for the this could be us rally too. Yeah. And so after hanging out with him in Portland, and he came out, we we got to hang out a little bit, and he's so dope. Yeah, like all the way, like I. But that's mopeds, dude. Like, for all I can't like, I've been a jerk or two, maybe. But for the most part, people just like want to get along and hang out and like just be a part of. And like, I mean, we all have our bad moments, but dude, it's like fuck whatever. Yeah, we just want to feel connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so with. 2021 coming to a close do you have any you say you always try to get to a rally a year um do you got any rallies you kind of want to get to or just i see the blood drive is kind of the only thing up on the ma calendar right now yeah um we've been discussing that kind of in our in our local you know rocky mountain group chat um jack in Billings with the goat head said that they're going to drive up and and pick him up. And then they're going to cut through Washington to go to the blood drive, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, if they're going to drive up, they'll be through me. And then I, we've been bouncing around of around the idea of like convoying out there together um, for that one. So uh, I haven't looked at the dates. I don't know when it is, but that's something that, um, definitely is a very intriguing i could lie and throw some dates out but i it's next year like i like yeah. i have no idea it's, it's like it's far enough away where i haven't 
haven't like started looking and planning at it yet. Yeah, my next big moped get together, I think, just because I love the fucking zeros so much, I might fly to a goddamn swap meet. Yeah, I, I said it. I might fly out to not only to a swap meet, I might fly to Toledo. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? God, I love the zero, like all the zeros. I'm not going to do the name rundown, but like those guys are such good people. I just, yeah, love them all. Um, but yeah, I can't, as we kind of wrap up a little bit. Um, let me ask you, what's the dumbest thing you've done in mopeds? Like the dumbest fix, dumbest repair, like. If you want to browse my post history on moped army, um, or maybe maybe I posted to Facebook. I don't remember. But the gasket material I used to build the cork lining on the clutches, I tried to cut a gasket for the side, um, the side cover on the case. And I posted to MA and I was like, is this going to work? And everyone shit on me. They were like, you need, that gasket is way too thick. It was like, um, you know, a quarter of an inch thick and you need Ooh. the, that, you know, serial cardboard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess I didn't, wasn't thinking, but I, I, you know, at the time I had no idea and I was like, they're just, they're trolling me, but I have no idea. You had um, to take it with a grain of salt, but at least yeah. they honestly gave you a response. Like, they and they didn't say yeah that will work that's a hundred percent the way to go like at least they gave you shit but gave you the right answer so right and and i knew i didn't know what i was doing so i didn't take it you know personally yeah and Um, i that's that's awesome for reaching out for help because like i will i might bust some chops down again but i love to help people mm -hmm. um another time my I swapped my front wheel on my maxi, which is my favorite bike. It's this, the red one. It's this mm-hmm. red one. Um, I've got, and, um, I did a seal bearing conversion on the front wheel. And because of that, you have to use a larger axle. Mm-hmm. So my axle doesn't fit in my forks very well. It's kind of loose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I'm riding, I'm aware of that and I'm watching out for bumps and things like in case. Anyways, I was having such a good time riding around town. I was it was the sun was out. I had a huge smile on my face and fucking touching the sky, dude. I call that shit touching the sky. I came up to this. Yeah, this intersection where these train tracks cross the road and there's a little rise um, in the road to the train tracks like a speed bump. And I thought, I'm, this is amazing. I'm going to get a little, I'm going to pop a little wheelie. And I went for it and I was in, I was in mid, you know, I, I preloaded and I was in mid, um, in mid flight when I realized I knew immediately that was a bad idea. And my oh. wheel, and I tumbled over the, the front of the handlebars, um, pick, you know, pick myself up. I got a big scratch on my side, but. You know, luckily it was, was not, it was, it wasn't going that fast. It's, it was just mopeds. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Get the right yeah. axle fucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. So, um, 
no, I don't. No one else thinks of doing wheelies on my bikes, but I tell them, you know, <laughs> don't don't pop that. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, um, it isn't like I have not necessarily to that extent, but like you always have those repairs on a bike. Like I'll get to it type of deal, but you ride the bike anyways. Yeah, I've got like I was talking to a friend. Like I rode my bikes in the ground this year, and it's like. Oh, I don't even want to start working on them because it's just going to be one thing after another, after another, after another, but whatever, dude, I got all winter. It's Minnesota. Yeah. And I've got lock washers on it, but you can't, I can't tighten them enough or else the bearing sees. I think I did, did a poor job installing the bearings. No, so. you probably need the right spacers in either in the center yeah. or outside. Do you got that? Do you got, that's one thing like I'm very lucky. I have access to mills and lathes and all that stuff. Like I'll just, I've got so many spacers. I just, I just like, you know what? I never want to fucking have to deal with this again. So I'm just going to cut a whole bunch of, I think 29 or 39 millimeter spacers for (laughs) mag wheels. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to cut them and true them and be done. Spent a few hours on a Saturday at my old job and did that. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. I think I, I really tried to pay attention to the spacers in the center of the wheel between the bearings. And I, mm-hmm. I slightly off, I brought the kit off treats, but it just doesn't seem to, didn't seem to line up. Right. And I, it, I played it for hours. Well, is it a little loose on, in the center? Um, I don't remember. I, I think it. Cause if it's it, a, if it's a little loose in the center, that's okay. You just want to make sure you got like another spacer on the outside that touches the inside of the bear, the inner part of the bearing. And then you can put all your lock washers and stack on that. Okay. Yeah. I do have two outer spacers and then the forks and mm-hmm. then the, then the nuts. Um, but yeah. I, yeah. No worries, my guy. You'll get it figured out. I know you will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll figure. Um, I can't thank you enough for coming on and telling your unique story of kind of cross country moped life. Um, as I tell everybody who's been on Psychic Tits Moped Podcast, doesn't matter if it's Australian or not. If you ever want to come out to Minnesota, get on some dirty hobbits that have little to no brakes but are fast as fuck, you're more than welcome yep. to come on out. Um, and don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Yeah, you don't need you don't need brakes if you if you seize. <laughs> I love it. Thanks a lot, my guy. Talk to you later. Bye. See you, Jim.